Hey, my name is Sheldon March. Welcome to Wild. We live in a society, don't we? Batman. Where's that from? Huh? Correct, it's from the new Jungle Book. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Wild with me, your host, Sheldon March. Wow, back for another episode. Hope you guys are all doing really, really well. Been a crazy week as usual. So the Justice League Zack Snyder cut has been leaked. Now, I never watched uh, Justice League because I think superhero movies are kind of lame. And if you disagree with me, then you are kind of lame because you know that superhero movies are kind of lame. But Justice League looks to be pretty cool. I actually read about the whole development hell that that movie went through. And it was actually pretty darn wild. So, Zack Snyder intended for the movie to be a trilogy. He wanted three Justice League movies to come out. And then during the production of the first one, his daughter committed suicide. No jokes. She committed suicide. And he was obviously completely devastated. And he um, he was forced to sort of just leave. Uh, apparently, he tried to carry on with the film for a couple of months or a couple of weeks. But after a while, it just got too much and he had to take a break. And then the work and the actual movie was then handed off to a brand new director. And it was just pretty much just said, like, go do it. You know, go and go and make the movie yourself. And the, the movie didn't do so well. As I said, I haven't watched it, but apparently it was super everywhere and it was like a Frankenstein of a movie. So the Snyder Cut is being released one of these days. I think it's the 18th of March on Amazon or something, which I think is going to be really cool. It's got Jared Leto back. My boy Jared Leto is officially back as the Joker. I didn't think it was going to happen. You know, I thought that, well, I mean, think about it. Joaquin Phoenix was the absolute best Joker for a while since Heath Ledger. But what's he going to do? You know, Joaquin Phoenix is, I think, pushing seven, uh, pushing 60. He's at least 50. He has to be. Let me see, actually. So, you know, what, what are they going to do? You know, have him be the Joker now against Batman? Like, he's too old. Let me actually see how old he is. Joaquin Phoenix. He's 46. Okay, he's 46. That's not that old. Maybe it's just in the actual Joker movie. He looked a lot older than that. But I was under the impression that he was an old man. Anyway, so Jared Leto looks freaking sweet as the Joker again. It's It looks totally dark. It looks totally different. I think it's going to be a really sweet deal. Anyway, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. In other news, I have finished watching Breaking Bad for the fourth time. And, you know, it gets kind of... It gets less, less hard-hitting every time you watch it. Like, come on, man. You know, I wish I could just experience that show again for the first time. I think I might have said this already, so I do apologize if I'm just repeating myself. But damn, 
that show is just the absolute pinnacle of perfection. I would do anything to be able to just experience that show again for the first time. But anyways, I finished it and uh, it was absolutely amazing. My girlfriend finished it with me and she got really upset because to be fair, the show just ends and there's no happy ending. You don't know who you want to win or to have any, you know, to, to, to come out on top. Like, firstly, Jesse goes through so much and you know, the way that he ends up is just so bad. And then you think, okay, cool. Well, should we go, should we go for Walt? And Walt's just as bad as like, oh, cool. Should we, should we do Hank? And oh man, that show is just absolutely amazing. I think Brian Cranston is my new favorite actor. He has to be. There's no body that I think could have pulled that role off as well as him. Anyway, guys, welcome back. I think this is episode four. It must be. It is so nice to be back. I feel really good. I think in the last episode, I might have been a little bit low energy. So that's why I wanted to do this one. Just kind of pump it up a little bit and see what's what. So been a crazy week, been a crazy week, let me think. I literally just came in from work. That's why I look like a homeless man. But it's all right, don't worry about it. We are gonna roll, me. So, what has been happening in the news? Let's see. Bill Gates says that rich countries should be eating 100% synthetic beef. Dude, that sounds mega gross, man. I don't know how anybody could want to do that. I don't even know why he wants that. Is that just because of sustainability? It must be. It absolutely must be. Rich country, Steve. Dude, I don't know what Bill Gates is up to lately, man. But that guy is sticking his nose everywhere where it doesn't belong. I think that guy, just about a year ago, he just decided, damn, I don't have that long left. I need to make sure everybody knows I'm here. I don't dig it. He needs to chill. He needs to really, really chill. China arrests a leader of multi-million dollar fake vaccine scam. A majority of Britons aren't satisfied with how Brexit turned out. I tell you what, man, if I go into Reddit nowadays... It is just, it is just still Trump, 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 Trump. That man is living absolutely rent-free in everybody's brains. Like people just can't let that guy go. It's just insane to me. Honestly, it's just absolutely insane to me. Like news is just really not fun anymore. Honestly, I used to absolutely love reading the news. It used to be cool. It used to be exciting. This is just this is just ridiculous, man. Is that too much? I put a light on. I think it might be too much. I don't know. If I start looking like Lady Gaga, you know why. Anyways, as I was saying, I just don't get it, man. Like, Trump's been acquitted now, so Trump's pretty much done. You know, but for some reason, oh, we're still so, so obsessed with the guy. It's like, damn, Dag, just leave him alone, man. You know, I don't know. I've heard some rumors that he might, he might actually run again in 2024. If he does, that's a bit, that's a bit uh, like too much, isn't it? You know, it's like you got your presidency, Dag. Why don't you just ch chill out now? I mean, he's pushing 80, isn't he? I don't know how these people are doing it at their age. I mean, dude, when I get 80, I'm not going to be trying to run for president. I'm going to be sleeping. I'm going to be chilling 
on a hammock, like having banana smoothies. I'm going to have cats and dogs. I'm going to be re-watching Breaking Bad because I can't remember what happened because I'm old. And I'm just going to enjoy myself, man. I said these people want to put stress on themselves and do presidential shit. It's like, relax, man. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. I think that I, I actually, I saw this tweet once how The Simpsons predicted a whole bunch of stuff. And they have predicted that Melania, no, who's his wife? Ivanka, I mean, his daughter, Ivanka, she is going to run for president herself in 2028. Imagine if she's the first woman president. I'd vote for her. I'd definitely vote for her. Because she's very intelligent. So, America. America, the land of the brave. The land of the free. America is beautiful, man. I really, really want to go to America. I hope I get the chance to be able to go. I'm sure I will. It just seems like, I don't know. I've always just felt like it seems like the absolute best country in the whole world. It doesn't seem to be anything better. And, you know, people like to shit on America and have all this negative news and all that sort of stuff. But I don't buy it, man. I think if you were there, I think it's probably a beautiful, amazing, huge country. America is absolutely massive. Now, Australia is also really big. But the problem is that Australia is something like 80% or 90% just desert. Almost uninhabitable. Whereas the United States, it's huge, but you can live like anywhere. But America, I mean, um, Australia, I mean, you, you'll look at the map. Australia is about the size of the United States, maybe a little bit smaller. But everybody is pretty much just living there or there or there, I think. I'm not sure. I didn't do that well in geography. So it isn't the same thing. You know, and America's got all these different weather-like ecosystems. You know, somewhere it's freezing cold and it's snowing and somewhere else it's, it's, it's really nice and warm and it's springy and you've got everything in between. Whereas Australia is just warm. It's just really, really warm. So I like Australia, obviously. It's a very, very beautiful country. I haven't seen a lot of it. The parts of it that I have seen have been great. It's very outdoorsy, which is good. I've actually lost weight since I got here. Because everybody here is so fit and everybody is always exercising and everybody's always doing a lot of stuff. So you feel like you have to. I mean, being fat sucks, but being fat in Australia, that sucks even worse because everybody else around you is like Olympians and just super concerned about their body. So you have to do it. You really have to do it. Also, the food here is not great. So that could be a factor that the food here is just not that good. So people are just not eating. That's why they're so fit and skinny. That's obviously not real, but just a thought. But I'd love to go to America. You know what? I mean, th think about this. Think about how amazing it must be to just take take a motorcycle. Like a, I, I wouldn't want to do it on a Harley because I don't like Harleys. I think they're kind of lame. But I wouldn't want to do it on like a super bike either because you have to, maybe there's some points where I'd want to go off-road. You could probably go off-road on a super bike though, but maybe like a, a scrambler hybrid thing. I don't know. I'll have to go motorcycle shopping. And then just touring America 
just starting on the beaches of California. And just going through the snowy mountains and the deserts of Utah and Nova Scotia. Actually, I think Nova Scotia is in Canada. I have no idea. Oh, it must be so amazing. I'd love to be able to do that. And if I could, if I could just sort of settle myself and finalize myself anywhere, <laughs> finalize myself. It's like somebody being threatened. I'm going to finalize you, boy. If I could just settle down, I'd want to settle down in a really quaint, small, snowy American town. That's just far away from everybody. Like, have you seen that movie, Misery? That's a good movie. I do like that movie. But in the in sort of like that, where where that guy, what's his name? I think it's Paul Sheldon. I think it is Paul, Paul Sheldon. That's my name, except the Paul, and it's in the wrong place. But he sort of does his work in this cabin that's just in the middle of nowhere, just like the game Until Dawn. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen that. But it's the same sort of deal. They're just in the middle of nowhere. And it's just snow. Thick snow. Ah, I'd like that. Whereas I think with Australia, you can sort of get really remote. But it's more farmy. And it's, um, it's, it's very rarely cold. I'm sure there's, a, there's like maybe three areas in Australia that, that gets cold. Because the rest of it is just... Oh, it's so warm. And I don't like it that much. I genuinely don't like the heat that much. You know, I went to the UK and the UK was, it was freezing. It was absolutely freezing, but I just thought it was so nice. But this is the problem. I grew up in South Africa where we have warm weather all year round. Now, I'm not appreciative of warm weather because I've had it my whole life. So I, I think naturally as a human being, you tend to romanticize what you don't have if you think about it so i don't have cold weather back home in south africa that much i mean you do have it every now and then and when we do have it i really like it so then i think to myself oh it must be amazing to have that nice cold weather so i go to the uk and it's freezing and i think it's incredible but i think after a couple of months i think you're probably so sick of it i don't tan now the only reason I have tattoos is to kind of break away my pale white, my whitey and milky and pasty. <laughs> so if I had to live in the UK, oh dude, I'd be, I'd be, um, I'd be see-through after a while. I'd just be, ooh. And it's not nice just having, <laughs> just, just seeing somebody that's just mega pale, just like pink, Poloni pink. I don't think you guys know what Poloni is. I don't think anybody here has Poloni. Poloni is this thing from in, from South Africa that's just the total offcuts of the offcuts. So it's like it's like once a butcher packages a penis, <laughs> then there's a little bit left over. It'll be like, ugh, put that in the Poloni. It's like uh, pig's fingernails <laughs> and the back of a cow's eyeballs. And that's all then gooped together and mushed this huge industrial press and out comes this huge pink turd of meat ah! i used to eat it as a kid when i say eat it i probably ate it like five times until i turned eight and then i realized what it was 
but it's this awful, awful, ungodly shade of pink. So that's what I kind of think about somebody that's super, ooh, super pasty. Anyway, but I think it would be such a cool thing to be able to, to have that faraway experience and just travel and, oh man, you must... And, you know, not for it to be necessarily easy as well, you know, for you to camp, for you to go and, and, to, and to live off, live off the land. I mean, The Revenant is one of my, that, that sort of, of landscape in The Revenant where it's quiet, idyllic, pretty and soft. Mm. Oh, yeah, it just sounds like heaven on earth to me. I'm sure we've spoken about The Revenant before, but it's a it's a really good movie. I watched it in theaters when it just came out, and um, that's just because I think Leonardo DiCaprio is the bomb. And it was it was a obviously it was an awesome movie. You know, it was really really cool, and I loved it. It was in my head for so long, and I I rewatched it um, like a week ago. No, not a week ago. Sorry, like two months ago, or a month ago. I don't know. And it was. So long. The end is cool, though, when Fitzgerald is caught. Fitzgerald! Fitzgerald! Good movie, man. Honestly, I think, um, I think my top two... My, I think my two favorite actors has to be Leonardo DiCaprio and Bryan Cranston. Out of the two of them, I think that... I think Bryan Cranston would win in a fight. Because he's older... But he's pretty ripped for his age, man. You see him in um, in that first season of Breaking Bad. His boobies are like muscly. Whereas I think Leonardo DiCaprio, I think he's just kind of skinny. Anyway, what was I saying? So I started talking about Walter White's tits. I think it was um, just camping. Or camping on, on your road trip. I mean, is there a... The thing is, if you do it on a motorcycle, well, it's still 5,000 kilometers. You could probably do 5,000 kilometers because it's 3,000 miles. So it's plus minus 5,000 kilometers. You can do that in how long? Well, I think that's if you go coast to coast, right? Yes. If you go coast to coast, it's 5,000 kilometers. So instead of going coast to coast just straight in a line, if you plan it and you go up and down and then that side and then maybe back a little bit into there, I think you could probably have like a three-month solid, beautiful tour of America. And it probably wouldn't even cost you that much. You just have to pay for petrol and food, right? And get a motorcycle there. Maybe rent one. Or you probably have to buy one. No, you could rent one. Could you? I don't know. Man, that would be cool, actually. And you camp for a little bit, you know, you've got, you've got a tent. That's only thing is if you get really cold, you know, you can't go sleep in a car. I wouldn't want to do it in a car either. I'd, I'd want to do it. I'd want to do it on a motorcycle. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be fun. You'd feel alive. You'd feel really alive. So I don't like camping. Camping is not that cool. Depends on how you do it. You know, people always say, Ooh, I'd go do glamping. I don't think that's important. I think it's cool if you do it with some fun people. I've been camping. No, I haven't. I was going to say I've been camping with cool blokes, but I haven't. Um, I have been camping with knobs. 
Yeah, I have been camping with knobs. Do you know what's really funny? Is that camping scene in Bruno? Uh, Bruno with Sasha Baron Cohen, where they uh, he tries to he he tries to to get sort of like taught how to be straight by those four four uh, hunter guys, and they're all sat they're all sat under the stars, and then Bruno, <laughs> they're they're not into it. They're like super manly, and then Bruno goes. Bow, look at the stars. And the guys go, yep. And Bruno goes, kind of makes you think about all the hot guys in the world. <laughs> and they're just quiet. <laughs> and then he goes, hey guys, it's the four of us out in the bush. We're just like the sex in the city girls. Which one are you, Donnie? And he goes, none of them. I'm Donnie. And Bruno goes, <laughs> that is such a Samantha thing to say. <laughs> oh man. Oh that movie is just that movie is just a piece of art. So when I was young, I had this uncle who imported uh DVDs. Cause he, he owned a DVD rental company. Just cool. Very, very cool. And Bruno was released in theaters. And the DVD production was starting, and obviously they do it for a, for a couple of weeks, I think. I'm not sure. Anyway, my uncle had the ability to import a DVD before it was released in uh, normal shops, but it was very expensive. So I uh, wanted to get my friend Bruno on DVD for his birthday. It was quite expensive. This guy never got me anything for my birthday, by the way. I got him that DVD, and the previous year, I took him to 30 Seconds to Mars. It cost me so much. It cost me so much when I took him. Do you know what he gave me? Do you know what he gave me for my birthday? Nothing. I was so, I couldn't believe it. The next year, I, I, was, I was a kid, I was 14. I was 14, he was I think 16 or 17. And I'd saved up so much of my money to take this guy to 30 Seconds to Mars. And then we went, after the, show, after the concert, we went to McDonald's. He didn't even buy me a sandwich, nothing. Just bought himself food. And then the next year for my birthday, he got me nothing. I was so disappointed. Anyway, this is taking a very negative and very sad turn. Let's rewind. So I got Bruno on DVD and I was probably about 15. And uh, I had to get it through my mom and be like, Mom, can you ask uh, this uncle of mine to get me this DVD? And then he did. He got it for me. And um, obviously the cover is just Sasha Baron Cohen just turning around with his ass out. And he's got these like little tiny denims on. And my mom wanted to know what this was all about. And I told her, oh, it's the guy from Borat. And she demanded <laughs> that I watch it with her. Oh, I got into a lot of trouble. As if I made the movie. It's kind of funny though. It was kind of funny. I got into trouble three times for watching uh, things I once wasn't supposed to. Four, five, six times. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all six, but I'll tell you some of the main ones. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen Revenge of the Nerds, but there's this one scene where the nerds infiltrate the girls' sorority house and then they install these private cameras 
or these little these these secret cameras and uh in the one scene uh you just see like tons of nudity and my mom was watching this with me and she freaked she got so mad and uh jackass as well oh i love jackass i still do jackass is just a pinnacle of our society it's just such an important part of of us as humans and um I watched the first Jackass and my mom got so mad at me, spe specifically that that part with uh, Ryan Dunn putting a toy car up his bum. I just, uh, she freaked, she freaked because I was so young. I was like 13. And then uh, I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen uh, Kenny versus Penny. So Kenny versus Penny is considered to be one of the most risque shows on television. It's very, very rude. It's very, very risque. And I really wanted to watch it, and I did, and I watched it when I was way too young. I was like 12 when I was watching Kenny vs. Penny. Long story short, my mom watches an episode with me, and um, oh man, I wish I could just tell what happened. I tell you what, it was the episode, First Guy to Laugh Loses, okay? Now, there's no possible way that I could speak about what happened in that episode, because my podcast would get pulled down immediately. So... If you want to, go onto YouTube, just type in Kenny vs. Penny, first one to laugh loses. Watch that episode. That's the one I watched with my mom. And just try and understand and, and picture yourself sitting next to your mom, watching this, trying to convince her that this is a this is a good program for her child to watch. So it's no wonder, you know. Oh my gosh. I used to get into trouble. I was the naughtiest kid. I, I genuinely was. I was extremely disobedient. And I was very, very naughty. So in, uh, in, in school, in, in high school, I was prefect. Uh, I don't know what you guys call that, but pretty much prefect. I think everybody knows what the word prefect means. And I was very proud of myself. I was a prefect. Hell yeah, Doug. How cool is that? I was a prefect. And I was the only prefect in the history of my school to sit detention. Not once. But numerous times. I don't know what it was. And it wasn't even that I was like some badass rebel. I was just naughty, man. I was like stupid naughty. Like annoyingly naughty. You know, I used to get caught cheating on tests and... Ugh. I got caught cheating on a test once. Because we had this teacher... And this teacher was very slow. She was just slow. She spoke like this. And uh, some people kind of took advantage of that. I never did, except when I cheated on this test. I just knew that she wouldn't catch me. So I had my textbook right on my table. I had my school blazer over my textbook while I was writing my test and I would just peek. And I got away with it. And then somebody in my class told her, Excuse me, Sheldon is cheating. I'm specifically taking out all names from the story. Because it's just the right thing to do. You know who you are. Told on me. Ridiculous. Anyways, I probably deserved it. I was a super naughty kid. I got suspended when I was 10 years old. Because uh, I was smoking. Dude, what 10-year-old wants to smoke cigarettes? Like ridiculous. It was just um it was just me and and two and two friends and we were all 10 years old 
And then we had this older friend, I think his name was Dean, and he was like 16 or 17. Dude, if you're 17 hanging out with, with 10 year olds, like that's so wrong, you know? And he pretty much, he, he brought these two cigarettes to school. And then after school, we all smoked a bit. I told my mom that I didn't. I told her that I was just watching for the teacher. I'm sorry, mom. I've been lying to you all these years. I did smoke. I had a full-on puff of Stuyvesant Red. It was gross. I hated it. I couldn't believe that people did it. And I got into so much trouble. I mean, I'm 10 years old. It's my first year in this new school. And I get caught and, and suspended for smoking. My mom, as a punishment, she made me wash rocks <laughs> outside in our garden she made me we just had this huge walkway of like stepping stones and then in between them was rocks and she made me wash these rocks it was terrible never smoked a cigarette again until i was 11 i'm joking but yeah i was i was naughty man i was such a naughty kid oh, i got so many stories i just don't know how many of them are appropriate what stories could I tell about me being naughty? Um, no, I can't. I, there's so many I can't tell because I'll get I'll get into trouble for vandalism and stuff. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this one. This one's kind of vandalism, but it's funny vandalism. So I had this friend, and uh, we were friends from a very, very young age. And we used to just get up to so much, just so much shit. We'd just drive around, and we just... We'd like throw eggs at people. <laughs> I don't know if that's, if that's too bad, but we would. We'd, we'd, we'd throw eggs at people. And um, uh, we used to love throwing eggs at, um, at okay, it's going to be quite specific, but we used to love finding supercars that were on the back of trucks. So supercars being transported on top of trucks, top of like loading trucks. And we would follow them until we got to a really good corner. And then we just each throw about three eggs at these cars, at like the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis that are on top of this loading dock thing. And we just thought uh, the guy gets back and it's just eggs. I got eggs in me Lamborghini. Anyway, that's not the funny part. So we, uh, we used to be bartenders together. And then the one night we, we went to this really late shift and uh, my friend just brought his paintball gun with them. We were going to work. And then when we finished, he just said to me, listen, I got my paintball gun with me. And we just drove around at two or three in the morning, just like shooting people's cars, shooting people's houses. And on our way to gym, whenever we would go to gym together, there was this one guy who had these really sweet BMWs. He had a beautiful house and he had um, he had he had two BMWs and he would purposely sleep with his garage doors open so that he could show people his really nice BMWs. He would sleep with it open. Those garage doors were never closed. And then that night we just drove next to his house and we just doo -doo 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 -doo. we probably shot maybe about 60 or 70 paintballs until this dude eventually comes running out onto his balcony. <laughs> and we just we just we just drive off and we think it's absolutely hilarious and then we get back the next day we're driving to gym the next day and he's got all of his garage doors closed 
and he's just got him and his workers just washing BMWs and washing the walls. Uh, I feel kind of bad about the workers having to clean that, but the dude was a douche, I think. I have no idea. Ooh, excuse me. That was my, um, I was drinking water. That's why I made a lip fart. Anyway, so I was talking a little bit there about camping. Camping, 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 camping. Camping is fun. I think if you do it with some cool people, or if you do it with somebody that you get along with really well, camping could be really cool. It could be a nice, fun, new experience. I went camping when I was about eight, and I was very scared of spiders back then. I'm still scared of spiders, but I'm now more scared of snakes. Because spiders are okay. If you see a huge spider out in the bush, he's probably not going to do anything to you. You can run away from a spider. But a snake? Dude, snakes are by far the scariest creatures in the world. I would rather be in a cage with a polar bear or a lion or a mythical dragon than a snake. I'd like to be in a cage with the polar bear if he was happy and well-fed. That way, when he falls asleep, I could climb on top of him and sleep on his belly. That would be cool. That's what I'd do if I was a billionaire as well, is I'd just breed a polar bear for napping purposes. Anyway, so I was very scared of snake of uh, spiders when I was a kid. And I went gra uh, camping with my grandparents. And... Uh, I go into this, into the, the little room, you know, where you're about to go shower and all that sort of stuff. Cause it's all these communal toilets and I open the door and I don't really <laughs> look behind me and I just close it, turn to the side, lock it. But I'm still thinking about the shower. I take off all my clothes and I bundle it up and I turn to put it on the bench and there's a spider, probably about the size of a CD. A huge one. And it wasn't, it probably wasn't that scary now that I think about it. But I, <laughs> I got so scared. I just run out of the toilet and I'm just totally butt naked. I'm eight years old. And I run to my grandpa. You know, he was there. He's probably like 200 meters, 300 meters away. My grandpa, help me. <laughs> what does he think when his eight-year-old grandson comes out of the bathroom naked begging for help? Anyways, then it was just a spider. So it wasn't that bad. But I would love to go camping. I honestly think that camping is really cool. I think it must be really nice. I just wouldn't like to get too cold. I guess I'd get a little bit worried about that. I used to work, okay? I used to work on this television show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Now, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here is a popular television show in Australia and in the UK and maybe in like Croatia or something. I don't know. And I got very lucky, and I got to work on one of the Australian productions of the television show. And it was super cool. It was super duper fun. It was my first real dip into the world of television production. So I didn't know what to expect. I was very nervous. I was very worried. But I thought, you know what? This could be something really, really fun and really, really exciting. So that's what I did. And it was the hardest, toughest thing I've ever had to do in my whole life. So the working hours was just absolutely insane. It was about eight weeks or nine weeks of solid nonstop shooting. You had two days break. Normally you only had one, 
I think. It was a lot. Anyway, it's really, really pretty intense. You would wake up at about 3 o'clock, 3.30. If I got to really sleep in, I'd only have to wake up at... No, I never got to sleep until 4. No, I did. I think once I got to sleep in until 4. But you'd, you'd wake up at about 3.30. Did you? No, I lie. I'm sorry, I lie. You'd wake up at 4. If you got to sleep in, you got to sleep in until 4.30. If you had an early shift, you had to wake up at 3.30. So, normal day, let's say you wake up at 4. Madness. Super busy. Lots of stuff. You wake up at 4. You have to get up, get ready, go shower, put in your contact lenses, get dressed, all that sort of stuff. And you have to be at the shuttle bus or at the little thing, at the, at the, basically, okay, so it was, you would, you would camp and you were shooting about three kilometers away. And there was a shuttle that circulated every 15 minutes to make sure that if you needed to be on set, you could get on set with the shuttle. It was just nonstop circulation. So you would have to be waiting for the shuttle after you'd gotten ready at 4.45. Now that allows you to get into the shuttle and be on set at five. So you're on set now at five. From five until 5.30, I was a camera assistant. So from five until 5.30, I would prep my camera gear and I would make sure the batteries are charged, clean all the equipment, wrap everything up so that it's all ready to go in a bag, get the new discs from the editing team, make sure that I know that in what order we need to shoot, label all the discs so that it's ready to go. Boof, that probably takes about half an hour. From 5.30 until six, you have breakfast. Now it's 5.30 in the morning. Your body is not ready. Your body doesn't want food. Your body is not hungry. Your body is still sleeping. But now you need to feed it because you're not going to eat again until about one o'clock or two o'clock. And when you work, it's busy. You run. You've got a lot of stuff you got to do. Specifically me as a camera guy or as a camera assistant, 90% of my job was carrying a 20 kilogram tripod on my right shoulder and a 26 kilogram backpack on my left shoulder and running. I got so fit, you have no idea. Now I'm fat. Anyway, so from 5.30 until 6, you have to eat breakfast because you're not gonna eat again. So you have to have as big of a meal as you possibly can before you vomit because your body needs it. Your body needs to eat. Your body needs to have sustenance to keep you going until lunchtime. So I would have a humongous breakfast. Like when I say big, I, I mean big. Every morning for breakfast, listen to how absurd this sounds. I would have two toasted ham and cheese sandwiches with double cheese, double ham, three eggs, bacon, sausages, mushrooms, tomatoes, and all that sort of crap. Every single morning at 5.30. It was insane. I don't understand how, how my body was able to do it. The first couple of days were very rough because my body didn't know what was going on. It was like, what are you doing to me, dag? I'm supposed to be in bed. And then you're feeding me delicious foods? So then from 5.30 to 6, you eat. 6 o'clock, it's go time, boy. That's when the celebrities in the camp start waking up. 
You gotta grab your stuff and you gotta bolt. Bolt is a good Disney movie. Things from Pixar. You gotta bolt. You gotta grab your stuff. You gotta go, and you run, 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 and it's probably like a three kilometer, maybe not that much, maybe like two kilometer run. It is, it is deep. You know what? It is three kilometers. No, it's not. I'd say it's about two kilometers. It's hella deep, Doug. And then depending on what the celebs had to do that day or felt like doing that day, further. you got to run further. Oh, man, the amount of times I almost broke my ankle and oh. But I got a camp. It was pretty cool. It was this sort of, it wasn't really glamping, but it was kind of fun. You know, you were you were kind of um, you were out in the bush, but you were you had this nice bed. I had a real cockroach infestation in my tent. I remember once I was sat on my bed and I was having a sandwich, and I was eating the sandwich, and this cockroach, this huge cockroach, this badass Manhattan, New York City, steal your wallet cockroach, just climbed on my arm and onto my sandwich, and I was just so sad. Because I didn't want to eat it anymore. Gross. Yuck. Also, ants. Massive ant problem when you're camping in a place like that. So I had noodles. Packs of ramen noodles. And I get home from a shoot the once. And it's probably about 9.30 at night. I'm so tired, but I'm really craving some noodles. I got three delicious packets of noodles ready for me to cook. So I opened the first one, put it in the pan... Open the second one, put it in the pan. I open the third one, and I put it in the pan. And as I open the third one, whoosh, just ants. Maybe like 300 ants and ant eggs. They had crawled into my noodles that had been there for about two weeks, and they had just festered. And ugh. So what do I, I, I... Did I eat it? No, I don't think I would have eaten it. I think I've got a little bit too much self-respect. Anyways, I'll tell you some more stories about that on another day. For now, guys, thank you. This was just supposed to be a quick, little, fun, happy episode of Wild. Thank you very much. Send me some stuff. Obviously, I, the, the previous episode was uh, with me and the boys from the Beend. Me and the boys from the Beend? So the, um, the idea is to kind of get some of our music out there sometime in the future. So as soon as we have something ready to go, I'll be spamming it. Until then, send me an email, wildsheldonmarch at gmail.com. promise you I'd respond because right now I get zero emails, point zero. Also, send me some money. The first guy to send me 1,000 Bitcoin, that's not $1,000 worth of Bitcoin, the first guy to send me a thousand Bitcoin uh, gets a t-shirt. Maybe. I'll see if I can afford it. Bye.